Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? It's your boy Headstacks, and I'm back. Got another good show for y'all today. I got a special guest coming on to the show today, and today is NBA All Star, the NBA All Star game. It's a little awkward time right now because you know they usually have the three day weekend period, but I guess it's the pandemic and everything like that. <clears throat> Which is kind of weird because my entire life has always been like that. But um, me and my boy today, my special guest, I'm just waiting for him to come on to the show. We got a whole bunch of juicy, juicy topics coming for you guys today. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Tune in. I don't want to hear your thoughts and questions and comments and everything like that. So we got a whole bunch of good stuff to talk about today on the show. And it looks like my boy Bird Gang has joined the show. Bird Gang 1933. Are you here? Bird Gang. Hello. Bird. What's up, bro? Hello. What's up, bro? How you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. And yourself? I'm uh, happy to be on the show, brother. You know, as always. Yeah, it's my, it's my pleasure to have you on and take the time out of your day to come on the show. And talk, and I told you I was going to bring you back from the first season, and this is now season two, so I'll enjoy yes, having you on. Um, and I know this is what you do, right? You're you're in school for being a sports like broadcaster, right? Yeah, I'm in sports. I'm at Wilmington University right now. I'm uh, my major is uh, media uh, or sports media broadcasting, and uh, basically being on the radio, being on you know t- television stuff like that is uh, what I want to do, and. Specifically, I want to talk about sports. You know, sports is what I've been. But this falls in line right with what you want to do. So you yes, are already sir. warming up. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> so sir. I you warmed up. <laughs> so I, I look forward to seeing you on TV. Shit, I might be on TV. We might both uh, be. Hey, man. So, <clears throat> Got to link up if we do, man. Oh, for sure. The sky's the limit. So, you know, yes, today, <laughs> you know, today's the NBA All-Star Game. And we got some topics that we went over that we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. So. I want to know your thoughts. What do you think? Do you think the NBA should have an all-star game? Well, um, my, my actually, if you want me to be completely honest, uh, my opinion has just changed within the last 10 minutes. Um, so uh, because of that, <clears throat> Adrian Wojnarowski put out that, uh, you know, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons will not be participating in the all-star game because of, of COVID. Uh, I guess their, their barber, due to contact tracing, gave it to him. Um, and my, my initial thought before this was going to be on here saying, you know, I think it was a good idea, but if the NBA can't, you know, bring down the law when it comes to the COVID stuff and, um, and, you know, and laying that enforcement down, uh, for people to, uh, understand that, you know, this is a big deal. You know, we can't have people, uh, interacting with people, especially if you're a barber and you have a good, you know, a big job. Right um, to cut people's hair, you know that's your job. You know you can't come in and, and give NBA players COVID. So, uh, if that wasn't the case, if that wasn't the, um, if that wasn't you know, if everyone was safe, I would say sure. But we can't be having this. I mean, going around the NBA. But what if this affects you know other players? Then this whole thing will blows up. You know, um, but for the most part, if you take that out of the equation. Um, I think the number one thing that is good about this is uh, that all the money is going to, is to donate to HBCUs. Um, 
And I think that's one of the number one important things, one of the best things to look at for this uh, for this All Star game, and and it's nice to enjoy for the fans as well. But you know, we got to be safe. That's number one priority. And to what I was going to say, because and I understand you have a bargaining agreement. And companies and things like that to start the season. But at the same time, I believe the players are the product. They're the ones that's making the money that are drawing in attention. So don't run them into the ground. Mm-hmm. And then the league lied to the players that started the season and told them that they would be able to rest during the All-Star break, and LeBron James said he feels though it's the slap in the face to the players. I have zero energy and zero excitement about an All-Star game this year. I don't understand why we're having an All-Star game. I'll be there physically, but I won't be there mentally. Yeah. And uh, De'Aaron Fox, who should have been an All-Star, in my opinion, he says, if I'm going to be brutally honest, I think it's stupid. <clears throat> If we have to yeah. wear a mask and all of the and all of this for a regular season game, then what's the point of all of an all star game? Obviously, though, money makes the world go around, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that and then what you had just said in the beginning fell right into my what I was going to say. We're still going through a global pandemic, and mm-hmm. missing Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, you don't even want to watch the game anymore because we're going through a global pandemic. Yeah. So you're not protecting the players. And then you having people in the in the arena, and they're around people who possibly been around COVID. So to me, it's just all messed up. Yeah, and, and the Wells Fargo Center in Philly just uh, in March fourteenth, they're opening up. Uh, about five thousand fans will be allowed in the stands now for games, for Flyers games, and for uh, for Sixers games. And if if this, I know the NHL has a better way of of handling this kind of thing, but. Uh, if the NBA can't get their shit together, you know, what's the point of having fans and we're, and we're risking, you know, I know they're pretty far away from the players, but, um, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's getting ridiculous that we got to take this stuff more seriously. And if you're a, a, I'm not saying, you know, Joel and Ben didn't take it seriously, but, you know, obviously those people are because, you know, they've obviously learned their lesson from last year. Um, but like you got other people coming in, you know, those people, even, well, I don't even know if Ben and Joe are like, you know, they got COVID. They're just sitting them out just, just for precaution. But, you know, they can't have people come in here and, and contaminate the whole joint like that, man. Right. Especially. And it's just, to me, it's just not fair. It's not protecting the players. The players are the ones who are the product who make the money. And I just don't feel like it's a good idea. So, mm-hmm. and I understand, though, for the HBCUs, you know, but I feel as though they can find other ways to support them. They don't have to just use the all-star game platform. I mean, Adam Silver in the league, they've been creative with the bubble and all this other stuff that they've done. Mm-hmm. To me, they could have found another way. I get it's for a good cause, though, but at the end of the day, it, it is also about money. Like De'Aaron Fox said, money makes the world go around. So it is yeah. what it is. I don't think it's fair, though. So we both have our takes on that. And um, are you excited at least for the three-point contest? I'm still going to watch the All-Star game. I mean, even though my, my two boys ain't playing, you know, I'm going to still watch it. Uh, you know, I, I love the three-point contest. I love the uh, dunk contest. I love the uh, skills competition. I love all those things. But I think this year, especially, 
The three-point contest is something I've been really looking forward to once that lineup came out. We got a lot of good shooters here, man. I mean, you we know, do. we got my boy Steph. We got my boy Zach Levine. You know, Donovan uh, Mitchell, Mike Conley, Jalen Brown, and Tatum. Yes, so sir. Good, think, good lineup. I think Mike Conley might surprise a couple people tonight. I know people are going to think he's going to do much now that Devin Booker, you know, he's subbed in for Devin Booker, but – yeah, he could. He could. I don't know if he'll win, but he definitely might get top three eventually. He, you know, he's definitely. Uh, he's always been underrated his entire twelve year pro career. Mike Conley is a. I, I love Mike Conley. Yeah, uh, is that who you're picking to win the All Star uh, three point contest? Uh, no, but I think he'll definitely. I think I'm picking him to make top three. You know, but okay. I think this. Uh, I think Steph got redemption. I think he wants redemption for last time because you know. He, Last time he was in the three point contest, he lost to I think it was it was it Clay. Yeah, I, yeah, I believe too. He lost to his teammate. Yeah, uh, and I think he wants to get two. So I think um, I think he's ready. I think Zach Levine is going to be up there too. Uh, Please, I don't, don't, Don, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if Donovan Mitchell got it though. But what were we saying? I was saying Bleach Report just sent out a video and a report of Stephen Curry already warming up, excited for the three-point contest. So, you know, you said you're going to go with Curry, but uh, Mike Conley's your sleeper? Yeah, I think he might be a surpriser. I think he might surprise a couple people. If he he does win, I would not be surprised uh, if Mike Conley wins this thing. So, well, obviously, I think... Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in NBA, in the world. Not even just in basketball. The greatest shooter in the world for basketball is Stephen Curry, hands mm-hmm. down. I mean, for it's his 12-year career. He's a 43% three-point shooter. This season alone, with no Klay Thompson and no other three-point shooters around him, he's shooting 41%. Yeah, three. he's having almost better numbers than his MVP, uh, unanimous MVP season. In, in his 12-year career, he has shot better. 40% 11 times out of 12 years, except last season where he missed a chunk of the season. So this dude is shoot, going to shoot over 40%. Yep. Every single he's season. He's a freak. It, I he's mean, this, freak. Is, this is just ridiculous. He's revo- he's changed the game. He's revolutioned it. Revolutionized it, rather. Uh, now, a three-pointer is more exciting than a dunk because of Steph Curry. Um, Think about that. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Basically, I mean, the dunk... You know, it all depends. I mean, some people come in here and have that ferocious fucking like a grand, you know, a super jam, you know, that shocks the entire arena. Um, but with a deep three, at least when Curry does it from the logo. From or the from, logo. I oh know. He just goodness. drills it. You're like, holy crap. This is like, a normal shot witness. Yeah. This is a normal shot in today's NBA. Um, and you said your sleeper was Mike Conley. Well, I have some stats right here. My sleeper is actually Zach Levine, who is shooting 43% this season from three. And his three-point percentage has went up every year the last three years. And he's shooting eight threes per game. And he's at he's 43%. Uh, he's my sleeper, but you, I, you know, I can't sleep on Donovan Mitchell, who's knocking down, who's taking nine threes per game, and he's shooting at 38%. And his three-point percentage shot has went up every season the last four years. Mm-hmm. And what you said about Mike Conley, Mike Conley, <clears throat> he's he's taking almost seven threes a game and he's hitting them at 42 percent, which is a career high in his 12 year career. Yeah, so the whole jazz team is shooting very well. Yeah, they, yeah, they're just shooting out. They're shooting out the fucking park with threes. I mean, yep. it's ridiculous. I mean, and this is all because of Stephen Curry. So. So you're yeah, going with Steph we, too, right? 
Yeah, I'm going with Steph. Um, That's the yeah, obvious I, I, pick. It's the obvious pick, but I can't not go with Curry, man. I mean, right. that's like that's like going up against like you know Brady. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, you can't pick against, you know? especially since now yo he's warming up. He, I told you, man, he already know he want to win this shit, and it, it's gonna take someone really to start knocking down shots, like and really surprising him for him to lose. But um, I'll be shocked if he doesn't pull away this thing. Uh, but I got no, I mean, I got, I got no faith in Jalen Brown. Oh no, no, no! I've got no faith. Maybe, maybe Tatum. I don't know, but he can get uh, hot. But no, I don't see it either. Jalen, more of a slasher defender kind of guy. I mean, he's more of a long two kind of player. But Tatum, Tatum could get hot and 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 surprises. But no, I don't. We could hit bricks all day long. I mean, yeah, I don't see Jalen Brown doing it at all for me. Uh, No, the sleeper is Mike Conley. And if Jalen Brown wins this thing, and we just called today because he's playing, and <laughs> I, I, I'll just come back on the show and be like, "Damn, I'm never, I'm never going." Sorry, Jalen. Sorry, Jalen. <laughs> Sorry, man. We just, you know, you go up against Curry and Zach and, and, and Donovan now. Come on now. I wish they had Steph's little brother, Seth, in the three point contest. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, wasn't he in the three point contest a couple years ago? I believe he was. I'm not sure. Somebody, somebody, comment or look back on that for us. But I believe it was. It was either with Portland or, or Dallas. Dallas. I think it was Portland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's either one of those teams. But he's. I mean, he's a sniper from three too, and it'll be extra competitive because he's going against his brother. So that would be. Yeah, I super, would know, man. Super, super, super exciting right there. Seth's underrated, man. Though he he got a better three point percentage than his brother do. Yeah, I know. I know a lot that, but he's you know he's been in the league shorter than his brother. But yeah, that's true. Because, he's not as a consistent shooter though. He doesn't jack up as much as many threes as his brother did. Nope. So, so our third topic now, I'm gonna call this uh, topic hot take. So we're gonna have a few questions for each other. Um, I'll shoot off my first question to you. I have a okay. couple, but I can only pick three. I'm only going to pick three. So, my first question for you is, who wins a Super Bowl first? The Eagles or Carlson Wentz and the Colts? Oof. Um, I'm going to have to go with Carson. Um, be- just because I mean, think right now the Colts are well and prime to make the playoffs. Um, they were a quarterback away from, from you know, for making some noise in, yep. uh, in the playoffs. I mean, Phillip Rivers is old, you know. Uh, Phillip Rivers is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong, but um, first ballot, or, uh, possibly. Okay, he's like he's like a modern day Dan Marino. I mean, he doesn't yeah. win a Super Bowl, but he puts up a lot of stats. Um, if Eli gets in, he'll get in. It's just what I say. But with uh, with Carson, I think that you know he's with his old coach now, Frank Reich. Um, and they have a – I mean, if you look at that Colts team from top to bottom, I mean, they have a phenomenal offensive line. Um, you know, they have uh, my boy uh, at that guard um, – what's his name? Uh, Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame, one of the mm-hmm. best offensive guards He's in the league. He's a freak. Yeah. Um, and they have um, – I mean, they have a good receiving core. They need to upgrade a I lot from that it. point. Yeah. Let's see what T.Y. Hilton I mean, does. Yeah, I mean, he might be a he might be a free agent this year, but they got uh, Michael Pittman over there, who's a uh, second year player coming in in the sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at running back, you know, they have uh, Jonathan Taylor from uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, um, and with that offensive line, I mean, we saw what he did over in Wisconsin. Um, I call that the you know 
the Great White Wall because all those mm-hmm. you know white guys over in uh, Wisconsin fucking strong as shit, <laughs> um, uh, eating corn and all that. But uh, you know they have a great offense, but they can build around that. They have a lot of cap room. Yeah, they, they yeah I, they I, have. I believe they got defense. sixty million in cap. Yeah, and their defense is solid. They were top ten last year, I believe. Uh, yeah, they were one of the number one teams in fantasy points last year. I think they were number two um, okay. in the league when it was all said and done. But they got Darius Leonard, um, yeah. you know, at that linebacker position. They got the DeForest Buckner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they got a lot of good players over there and a lot of young players. But they're in no rush. But with the Eagles situation right now, um, this year, uh, obviously, it's going to be a cap year. Um, you know, they got to figure out what they're doing. Um, they've right. made some moves and adjustments there with, you know, getting Darius Slay as a uh, switch around his money. Um, but I think next year, you know, they get $60 million in cap room to work with. Now they don't have right. to waste Carson. Well, use Carson's thing, but this is all up. To, it's all up to Jalen. You know, if Jalen comes out here next year and produces and overproduces and starts being like a franchise quarter, quarterback, then yeah. we'll the, then this will accelerate, you know, the, we'll see. But I think we'll I personally, well, I want to give a shout out card King and Tempest. Thank you for joining our show. We appreciate you guys. For tuning in, question if you have any comments. Uh, but to get back to you, Bird Gang, um, I think Carson Wentz. <clears throat> I think he's gonna he's he's got a fire burning through him. He's going to cause havoc in Indianapolis next season, and he's mm-hmm. with the right organization. Uh, Carson Wentz wanted to feel wanted, and I think the Eagles in Philadelphia did him dirty. So he's in a perfect spot, and I think that Carson Wentz and the uh, Colts will win a Super Bowl before the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'll be happy for him, man. The uh, Colts deserve one, you know? I mean, yeah. they haven't won really one since Eli. And uh, I wouldn't be mad if they won one with all those young guys over there. So but yep. so my question to you, uh, I guess we're just going to go back and forth here. Yeah. Um, uh, what is your expectations uh, for Lamar Jackson going forward for the next five years? Because I know you're a Ravens fan, and I know it's your boy Lamar. But l- let me see what you – what do you want him to accomplish, at least in these next five years, or what do you think he can <laughs> Car King likes the Packers. Y'all got to get past Tom Brady first, Car King. But yeah, y'all got to get some. Uh, y'all got to get some. Uh, my boy Aaron Rodgers some help, man. Yeah, y'all doing yeah. Aaron Rodgers dirty. Um, wasting Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre's career. But to answer your question, what is my expect expectations for Lamar Jackson? Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't want him to be Michael Vick two Lamar Jackson has has to. Get better in the pocket. He's getting better every season, but he's still not comfortable. You can tell he 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 overthrows some balls. Um, and then in the playoffs, like the regular season is okay, but in the playoffs, teams are not letting you run outside the pocket, Lamar. They're not. They're they already know what you want to do. I know against Tennessee, he ran for like fifty yards, just darted towards the tenth end zone. But in the, in the next week against Buffalo, he couldn't do anything. They kept him in the pocket. So my expectations for Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick was a great player. He changed the game. But you don't want to be Michael Vick 2.0. You want to be better than Michael Vick. So stand your ass in the pocket. Read the defenses. And throw the full accuracy. And my expectations for Lamar is a Super Bowl. I think he can bring us a Super Bowl. At least one. Okay. Uh, At least one. So... Those are my expectations for Lamar, but they also had to give him some help because, you know, I like Mark Andrews as a tight end and, you know, Mark Andrews controls the center of the field, but we also need some help on the outside. Hollywood Brown is a speedster. 
I like him, but we need more help too. Hollywood's got to prove himself this year. He had a sophomore slump this year. I mean, he's, he's got to really prove himself more in the, this up, this upcoming season. Um, but Lamar, I mean, with Lamar, you talk about his uh, his speed and you know what I remember, especially when Vic was on the Eagles, um, he was a lot more of a mature player back then. But he was more of a pass first kind of quarterback yes. back then before he was with a the run when he was with the Falcons. Yeah, but he would read the defense, and if the pocket collapsed, he would roll out and run. Um, but he would roll out on the side of a play action and have a guy bite in so he c- comes off a receiver and just dump the ball off. I mean, if Lamar can learn how to do that, he'll be unstoppable. And, they again, you, what you said, they got to give him help because Mark Andrews is a stud, but, you know, uh, I need you got to give Lamar a number one. You got to give Lamar a number one receiver, man. Yeah, I mean, right yeah. now, like I said, we, we, uh, we usually – I think one point of last season we were um almost at three hundred and fifty yards rushing per game, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy that your quarterback is probably your best running back. So, mm-hmm. but we need you to become a better passer, Lamar. We yeah. need you to become a better passer. I love you though, Lamar. Um. So my question for you, my second question is, do you have high expectations? For Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies Ooh. this upcoming season, I did not expect to get a baseball question. Uh, yeah. I do have a, I do have high expectations for Bryce, man. Uh, you know, for me personally, I'm a, I'm a Philly sports fan, so man, Bryce, Bryce makes me smile more than Joel makes me smile. Man, something about that dude, he's a man. He's got swagger, man. But I think he last year with when it was sixty games, I think. I think he's going to have a really good season this year. Um, I mean, I don't know if you saw a man hit a dinger off his first bat. I mean, spring training. Uh, And and I think this year the batting lineup is going to look a lot better. Um, You know, re-signing Didi Gregorius, um, having Alec Bohm coming off of, a, I thought, a rookie of the year caliber season. Um, Got Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins playing at first base. the the pitching has improved. And JT. And JT. The pitching has repro- improved, though, not by much, but they have done something that I think is a very underrated thing, and that's getting Archie Bradley, who's a closer. Um, right. Archie Bradley is a stud of a closer. And a couple of games last year, oh, I mean, a lot of games, uh, even then before last year, they hadn't had a closer that was any good. I mean, they had, you know, um, signed David Robertson, um Two years ago, who was a former Yankee, he didn't play at all. He was been hurt this whole time. I remember David um, Robinson, yep. And, uh, you know, they had Pat Nishak, too, and he was hurt all the time as well. So hopefully this year um, they have a legitimate closer playing the entire season to close out those games because there would be games where we'd be up three runs and we would lose the game because mm-hmm. our closer sucked. And you just got to get yeah, three outs. Yeah, the Bulls sucked. Yeah, the Bull- Phillies yeah. Bulls sucked. Um, and it would have a great performance like Nola or Zach Wheeler, uh, you know, literally getting six innings of shutout, no no runs in, and all of a sudden the, the wheels of the bus come off in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. So, you know, the F- Phillies had games last year where they would drop seven, eight, seven, eight runs, nine runs in a game, and they that should be no problem in the MLB to win a game if you drop nine runs. Um, but they would lose those games. Um, yeah. But I, I do think this year with the division they're in, it's the hardest division in yes. baseball, in my opinion, with the, the Mets, Mets, Braves, um, 
Marlins. Yeah, like getting Francisco Lindor, the Marlins National. being a young team, the Nationals being a good team. The Nationals, I don't think, will make it this year. I still think they're still in that slump. They just don't have a lot there. But the Braves are the number one team that I'm concerned of. But I think the expectation this year for the Phillies should just be to make the playoffs. Right. Um, if that happens, which is a very good possibility, I think they will be over 500. Um if that happens, I, I I think they'll be very happy. They're not they're not in like a win now right now mode, but they definitely they're have the lineup in the right to, direction. Yeah, they have the batting lineup to do it. Um, obviously, now you get question marks like uh, should Abubal Herrera come back with his whole allegation oh, yeah, thing yeah, years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's help. looking really good. Andrew um, McCutcheon think he should come back. That's true. Um, but if they get a good center fielder like Abdul back, uh, isn't McCutcheon a center fielder? He's the uh, left fielder. Okay. Yeah, so you got Bryce and McCutcheon and uh, right or left field. And then for the longest time, it was, uh, it was um, you know, either Scotty or uh, okay. uh, some other guy back there in center. We haven't had a real ba- dedicated center fielder yet. Um, but I'm looking yeah. forward to the Phillies this season, man. I-, I think they will expect a lot of good things this year. I think Bryce will have his best year yet as a Philly. Um, he's just okay. only improved ever since he's been here. But I think with the MLB, I think a lot of teams aren't going to be the way they were last year because of the shortened season. This, okay. We're going to see how teams really are yeah, this year. Yeah, we'll see. I, fa- I find it funny, though, how the Nationals finally won the World Series at the Bryce Harper's first year leaving. That was I funny. Know. <laughs> um, but I think the Phillies are headed in the right direction. Uh, I like Joe Girardi. He's the former uh, manager of the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, got a World Series with World Series chip with you know the Yankees and Derek Jeter and A-Rod back in 09. <laughs> Against yeah. the Phillies. Yeah, it was against, it was against the Phillies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, we had the best bullpen that year ever. It was crazy. So, yeah, I think, World Series. I think that the, the Phillies are headed to the right direction. So, mm-hmm. what's your question for me? So, I know you're a boxing man. I know you love boxing as much as I do. But I need your opinion. Uh, what do you think? Who do you think are the top three boxers right now? And, and it doesn't matter about weight class. Now, you just think the top three boxers are right now. The top in, three boxers boxing. right now? Yes. And it, uh, it doesn't – male boxers doesn't necessarily mean weight class. Just who do you think? Canelo Alvarez will be one. Okay. Uh, my second one, hmm, Canelo's one. My second one, I got to go – I got to go with – ah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh Ryan Garcia. Oh, okay. That's gonna be my that's my second one. And my third one. Mm, my third one, I gotta go. Ah, this is hard, Logan. Uh <laughs> my third one is between Earl Spence and Bud Crawford. Ah, I, I'm gonna go with Bud Crawford though. I'm gonna go with Bud right. Crawford. So let me swing you by this. You think Tyson Fury is not better than Ryan Garcia? Um, because Ryan Garcia he, hasn't proved to me yet that he's he's the real deal. I mean, he's uh, too young and he hasn't fought nobody. Okay, all right, all right. Let me let me switch it up then. I'll take Ryan Garcia out because he's 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 young. He's a puppy. Yeah. So all right, like I said, Canelo, Terrence Crawford. And Earl Spence. I'm sorry I didn't show any love to the heavyweight division. Um, but to me, the heavyweight division really isn't that good. It's only Deontay Wilder and yeah, Tyson Fury. Fury. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. Those two are good. They're very good. I think Fury's a better boxer than uh, Wilder. But those are my top three. 
Yeah, Canelo. Yeah, Canelo, I agree with you. Canelo is number one right now. I mean, he's a freak. Um, I, I don't. It, it gets me thinking, like, what if Floyd was in his prime and right, what so, if they fought, man? Like, I would, I would, that, I would love right. to see that. It was um, a video that was just surfacing on Twitter when, because you know, Canelo only lost once, and it was the Floyd. And yeah. it was it was young Canelo though, like when he was first coming up, and it was like, like Floyd really schooled Canelo, like, and we've never seen anybody do that to Canelo Alvarez. So yeah, um, but he learned from that. I would I would love to see him fight again though. Yeah, that, it know? would be amazing to see those two in their prime. It would be. Yeah, because he wasn't really in his prime, but Floyd was in his prime then. But you know, Floyd another demon. But, right. Uh, but yeah, what fucking Canelo did the other night to that yeah. bull? I know. Sheesh. Uh, it's just not fair. <laughs> No, it's not, man. That man's on a different planet, man. And um, yeah, so, yeah, Canelo is a freak. And then I got to go with Terrence Crawford. Uh, that dude is so versatile. So versatile. Yeah. I mean, he, he can do southpaw. He switches stance up. He's got power. He's got speed. Yeah, Bud Crawford's the real deal. I would love to see him and Earl Spence go down and then the fight. And um, Spence is my third. So. Yeah, and with the Ryan Ryan Garcia uh, fighting Pacquiao, right? Is that the next fight he's That's fighting? That's supposed to be, but but Garcia and Tank Davis need to get their ass in the ring. Fuck yeah, all like shit. let's be know. honest that 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 Pacquiao fight gonna be like a whole money to grab thing, and right, it's, it's the good like, headlines. Yeah, and like I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think Garcia is gonna knock out Pacquiao, not because he doesn't want to. I think it's out of mostly respect. Um, but uh, but we'll see, man. I mean, but Ryan got to prove to me more that he's a little bit of a par puncher. I need some uh, I need some good fighters he needs to fight against for me right. to actually take him a little more seriously this time. Right. So I got another question for you. I'm kind of I'm looking at these two questions and I'm kind of I'm trying to I'm indecisive on which one I want to ask you. Okay. I'm going to ask you this one. Okay. If you were Elton Brand and Daryl Morey, who controls the Sixers. If they don't win a championship this year, is it time to break up Benjamin Simmons and Joel Embiid? No. No. Um, okay. Because I, f I feel like that right now, um, especially this year, um, I think Doc has done a phenomenal job of giving these two guys – I mean, this isn't like Brett Brown's uh, Sixers that we're dealing with here. I mean – Doc has done a phenomenal job of getting these two guys to be playing the best way they've ever played. I mean, Joel's playing like an MVP, obviously. Uh, Ben's playing like a defensive player of the year candidate, in my opinion. And he's averaging now 20, in the, 20 a game the last 10 games. I mean, he's definitely woken up. Um, and I got to see how the playoffs go. If it's like another, like, you know, uh, Raptors thing where the bounce ball bounces 17 different times and goes in and it's kind of like an unfortunate thing. I mean, I don't know. I got to see what the trade deadline is about with this team, but I don't think you break up Ben and Joe uh, over one loss because like, or one, you know, not winning a championship this year because they're, they have a good squad. I mean, they're not in any rush right now. They've Daryl Morey has done a great job of building a team around them. Um, that's pretty solid. I mean, even then, um, they have guys in the G League. I mean, they got my boy B-Ball Paul, Paul Reed, who in the G League is right now probably the MVP of the G League. I mean, he's averaging 27 a night. Um, and in the G League, that's fucking crazy. So, well, yeah. Well, I mean, she... they can bring other guys up like Maxi and stuff like that if they, you know, yeah. if other guys leave. 
Um, they have a good farm right now. I mean, they're in really good. They're in a really good spot. Um, well, yeah. We'll see. I'd say probably about two or three more years to talk, then talk about that. But well, we got to see. Right now, I, I don't got it. I got a, no chance that they break up. But um, that, and they even love being with each other. I, I don't even think uh, they would want to even do that anyway. But you know how I feel about the situation. I don't believe in. I don't believe you'll see the best of Benjamin Simmons. With I mean, it, it, don't, it, it, it might not be the best of them, but, hey, if they win a championship, who cares? You know? I don't I mean, think like, they will. But, oh, okay. Fair we'll enough. see, man, because if when they win the chip, whatever that may be, you and I are going to the parade, and we're going to be, you know, pouring up like is back in the Super Bowl. Okay. We'll see. So what's the question you got from me? Uh, Okay, this is an interesting subject that I would like to ask you. What's going to happen – to you specifically, when LeBron James retires, now what are you gonna do with your life? What are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch the Lakers? Are you gonna watch whatever? We gonna go? What are you gonna do when, well, LeBron, when LeBron retires? What is my boy James gonna do? It's really funny that you just asked me that because I got a LeBron James Lakers jersey on right now as we speak. But yesterday, a lot of people don't know. They think I'm just a LeBron fan. No, I'm actually a Lakers fan. I'm actually a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan because of Kobe. You know, but when Kobe retired, I didn't have a favorite player anymore in the league. Kobe retired in 2016. So LeBron came to the Lakers in 2018, and then LeBron's been my guy ever since. He Bro. put his back on the mat. So what am I going to do once LeBron retires? I'll find another new player. Uh, it, it's like, you know, you move on. You got to move yeah. on. You don't like the same girl you liked from 10th grade, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. So you, you got to just move on. You got to move on. And I don't think LeBron is 2021. I think LeBron is going to give us three to four more seasons. Um, But I think I'm already now looking in the future of who my favorite players are going to be. Who is my next man crush NBA player going to be? My next, <laughs> my next boo man crush will probably be Luka. It's probably going to be oh, Luka. Okay. Yeah, that's probably going to be my next man crush basketball player. Um, but I'm still going to be a Laker fan no matter what. Don't get me wrong. But Luka will be my guy. Yeah, I mean, I can't do that. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm – a, I stick with my team, with my city. Um, oh, no, I'm still a Lakers fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be a Lakers fan after LeBron retires. Yeah, man. I can't buy another team's jersey, though. Like, I can't do that. Oh, I'm just a sports fan. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, like – you know, I have a Griffey jersey. Um, I have to buy an Ichiro jersey, too, because he's my favorite baseball player of all time. But that's what I grew up watching. Um, but uh, oh, oh, and I like LaMelo Ball and uh, LaMelo Ball and Brandon Ingram, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. LaMelo, LaMelo, LaMelo doing well. LaMelo, Brandon Ingram, and Luka. Those probably be my three. I don't know. One of those three when LeBron retires. So, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So... Good show. We're already at 35 minutes. Um, I want to thank everybody that's joined the show. Car King, Tempest, and N-A-B-Z-T-K-4-C-Y-Y-Y. And Caps oh, is joined. Caps, yeah. Caps is joined. So thank you to everybody that's joined. But we're actually about to wrap up this show. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game. What time does it come on? Five? Uh, no. Well, the festivities come on around like 6.30. But I think the game itself, it comes on at 8 o'clock. Okay. Well, I'll be tuning in. I hope you guys tune in. We'll see if our three-point contest predictions are right. Um, well, who you yeah. got? Who you got winning? Who you got winning the uh, the dunk contest real quick? 
Obi. I got Obi. I got yeah. I got Obi too, man. What about the skills competition? Um, I don't even know who's in the skills competition. I don't know either. I was just asking if you knew. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you so much, James, for having me on the show, guys. Yeah. Make sure you follow me, uh, LMC.53 on Instagram, and you can just follow my socials in my link tree in the bio. Uh, yeah, Twitch and Twitter. Um, but yeah, I do really appreciate it, brother. Um, I cannot wait to be on the show again. Yeah, I definitely uh, want to have you back on. I enjoy your sports talks. Yes, um, sir. I'm dropping my YouTube links and my podcast link in the chat for you guys. So go check us out. You want to drop your Instagram, uh, Logan? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, we're going to drop everything for you guys. And yeah, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. And we'll be back to have some more fun with you guys. <laughs> Pause. That ain't sound too right. But you got, y'all get what I Oh, All right, bro. Thanks again, man. No problem, you guys. Have a good day. Enjoy the All Star Game. Yeah. And uh, you know, peace, love, positivity, guys. Have a good one. Peace.